if you visit Western North Carolina and go out to, to most other areas, uh, Burnsville is probably not on that list. You might think of Mount Mitchell, and but you don't realize Mount Mitchell's actually in our area. But even amongst the state parks, uh, I would have thought Mount Mitchell would be one of the most visited state parks, the highest peak in the the entire East United States, but uh, it's not one of the top three state parks it's visited. So, and one of the things that drew me to this area was the fact that uh, you go out to, say, out towards uh, the Great Smoky National Parks, or out to Brevard, or out to Cashiers, or a lot of these other places, uh, and there's a lot of people out there hiking on the trails. Here in uh, Burnsville, you can go out on those trails and on any given day, you might be the only person you run into. So uh, we are really, I believe, an overlooked treasure because the trails here are, are absolutely fantastic. This interview with Jake Blood, who started things off there, is the first of a two-part series on the Black Mountains that surround Burnsville and Yancey County and elsewhere in Western North Carolina. Now, you may not know those names, but Mount Mitchell, Crabtree Falls, and other icons might sound a little more familiar. Jake is a big part of the area's hiking scene and is going to introduce us to these mountains and some of the hikes around them. His and our families did some socially distant hikes, and just like then, his love for the mountains becomes very clear. Let's pick it up, because I'm excited to share my own admiration for the places in Burnsville and beyond that we're going to discuss I'm your host, Carl Hedinger, and this is NC Travel Chat. Maybe the exception, would it be Crabtree Falls, would be one that people know more about? Yeah, well, Crabtree Falls, uh, often even I overlook it because it is in Yancey County, but it is on the Blue Ridge Parkway, and that's how you get to it. And Crabtree Falls does see a lot of uh, traffic, and, and, and Mount Mitchell, to be honest, does see a lot of traffic, too. but when you go to Mount Mitchell, you can drive basically up to the summit. It's just a short walk up to the summit. But there are, within the Black Mountains, which Mount Mitchell belongs, there are uh, almost, uh, see, I think it's 18 other named peaks over 6,000 feet tall in this mountain range. And we've got nearly 100 miles worth of trails. And when you drive up to Mount Mitchell and walk up to the summit, which most people do, you're missing out on all these other uh, trails and views that span out from Mount Mitchell. You mentioned uh, what drew you to the area was kind of the untouched, un untapped uh, resource that is all the trails in your area. Was that the only thing that drew you to Burnsville and Yancey County? I, I'll tell you, the primary thing in one word was mountains. Uh, I grew up out west in uh, Utah, Nevada, and Idaho. You've seen the movie Jeremiah Johnson. Uh, that old movie is basically set in my backyard of where I was born in Utah, the Tipinogos Mountains. Uh, Robert Redford still has his Sundance Festival out there. Uh, he was hmm. drawn to that area, and that was the area I was born in. My high school years, I was a, a Boy Scout uh, in northern Idaho. I spent all my time up in the Selway, Bitterroot, uh, wilderness areas up on the Waxhaw River, the St. Joe Rivers in, in northern Idaho, and just hiked all over those mountains there as a, as a teenager. And uh, I've always just had an affinity for the mountains. I, I love the mountains. Uh, my wife, however, is from South Carolina, and she wanted to be closer to her family. 
uh, when we both retired from the military. We we're both retired military. And so I was willing to settle out east. I just needed to have some mountains. And uh, when we drove through Burnsville, uh, there, this, was, this was the place. <laughs> we got some good mountains here. It's amazing you mentioned 18, over 6,000 feet, right? Right. And the entire eastern United States, I think there's about 50 or so named peaks over 6,000 feet tall. And 18 of them, that's nearly almost, really nearly almost half of them. You know, about a third, I'll say, of those peaks over 6,000 feet tall are right in that one mountain range. The Great Smoky Mountains has... Uh, about the same number of 6,000 footers, but it's scattered out over a huge area. Whereas uh, the Black Mountains, you can hike from one peak in the northernmost part. Uh, the uh, Black Mountains actually make kind of a J. If you start up here at Silo and end up over here at uh, 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 Big Butt, uh, you go over or around those 18 name peaks. And that's about oh maybe 25 miles that total span of hike so uh it's it's a concentration of high peaks that's why we (laughs) how we came up with our name high peaks (laughs) yeah and so you've been around with high peaks nc high peaks from the beginning right right we uh established this is our 10-year anniversary actually oh Uh, congrats 10 years yeah it's we were going to have a big celebration and, and do uh, stuff, but the COVID kind of put a, a hamper on that. But we have been putting out a newsletter and kind of uh, promoting it. But uh, I did uh, was involved with economic development back in the uh, mid to about 2007, 2008. And really for this area, outdoor recreation is big, but it wasn't being played up. Uh, the Forest Service, uh, 2008, was the time when the, we had the first real cuts in budgets. Uh, we had the recession, and the trails were being overlooked. Uh, it used to be the Forest Service to do them every three years, uh, the trail maintenance. They didn't have the money or the manpower to do that anymore, and they started talking about closing them down some of our trails. Huh. So NC High Peaks, we established, really, that was one of our primary reasons was uh, besides promoting the area was to get out there and work with the Forest Service to, to help maintain these trails and to, to keep them open. And then as we did that, uh, we got more involved with uh, Mount Mitchell State Park, and we became the Friends Organization for Mount Mitchell State Park also. So uh, the Black Mountains, that's kind of the, the central part of what we're focused on. So in, in total, I guess you would say the NC High Peaks, you you managed the trails that might have been previously managed by the Forest Service that they were planning to let go control of? Within the Black Mountains, as I mentioned, there are about 100 miles worth of trails. And the Forest Service, uh, we're in the Appalachian Ranger District of the Pisgah National Forest. Uh, they managed most of those trails. Uh, some of the trails, I think it's about uh, 20 miles or 15, 20 miles of the trails are in Mount Mitchell State Park. But the vast majority of that, uh, those trails were the Forest Service, and they just couldn't get out to maintain them all. And they're always looking for volunteer organizations to help out with that. So we just kind of stepped in and partnered with them and said, hey, we'll, we'll take care of those. And they were looking at a couple of the trails uh, to actually close. But once we organized and started maintaining those trails, they saw we had the capability to do it. And so uh, all our trails are remained open. And we've actually 
added a little bit to the trail network. Uh, the Mountains to Sea Trail comes through here, and uh, we took the Mountains to Sea Trail used to be along the road from the Black Mountain Campground up to up to uh, Neal's Creek, and we took it off the road and put in a, a new trail that uh, kept it off the road. And so, as you hike the Mountains to Sea Trail, you don't have to walk the road through our area. So that at that campground area is that around where um uh which one was that was that set rock creek yeah set rock creek falls that uh, we hiked up to with uh that area for me uh, the black mountain campground is just should be a, a hiker's mecca you go into that uh, uh trailhead and you've got about a dozen trails to pick from hmm. and you can take a level route uh, up to the uh, waterfall like we did. It was nice and short, although we did get rained on pretty good. That was fun. <laughs> but, but that happens and that makes it nice. We were still close to the trailhead. We didn't get really totally drenched, although I always, it did come down hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I always say, you know, waterfalls are best seen when it's about to rain or after the rain. So it was perfect. Right, yeah. It was, and it was going pretty good. But you got that waterfall. You can walk along the uh, South Toll River. They've got what's called the River Loop Trail, and it doesn't have a whole lot of elevation gain to it. Uh, if you're looking for something a little more challenging, you could uh, head out. The Mountains to Sea Trail goes through there, and you can walk on that new section of trail that we put in. It'll take you over Neal's Creek and then start taking you up towards the parkway where it actually uh, crosses over near Buck Creek Gap. Or you could head up to a fire tower on Green Knob Fire Tower, and that is a good challenging hike, probably about a 2,500 foot elevation change as you go up and then end up at a fire tower. Or you could do the most challenging hike and head on up to Mount Mitchell. Uh, Black Mountain Campground's at about 3,000 feet. Mount Mitchell's at 6,684 feet. So there you've got almost over a 3,500 foot elevation change uh, heading up to Mount Mitchell. So you've just got all these different options coming out of one trailhead there at the, the Black Mountain Campground. Yeah, that, uh, when we were coming out of Set Rock Creek, I think we ran into some people who were finishing the old Mitchell Trail there. They didn't look very happy. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Looked, they looked worn down because <laughs> like, of what yeah. is it 12, 12 miles total right right yeah from the trailhead up to mount mitchell is about six miles so if you do it all at six miles up and then six miles down do people usually shuttle like if they go up to the top they're that's what some people think that they can do automatically, and then they get to the top and find out there is there is no running shuttle. You have to make prior arrangements if you're going to try and do that. Hmm. And uh, some people do get into a little bit of trouble, and you'll see <laughs> some hikers out there almost uh, asking for a ride back down towards the, the campground. But most hikers that do go up there, it, it's up and back down in the, in yeah. the same day. Or uh, there's a couple of good camping areas up there, and you can can make an overnight out of it. Would you say in that Black Mountain campground area, are those the best trails in the Burnsville Yancey County, or are there any more that you know you would rate among the best? Well, for me, and again, I get back to the to the solitude. Uh, like I mentioned out west, when I was growing up, we would spend a lot of time in wilderness areas. And out west, wilderness area, 
uh, even there, you still run into to large crowds if you're near a trailhead. You really have to, to get out and go into it. But you do have all that space. And once you get away from the crowds, you're, you're alone. It's a lot harder to do out here in the east. Uh, we do have wilderness areas out here in the east. But there's a lot larger population. They're a lot more popular. And really around the trailheads for the wilderness areas, there's it's just jam-packed. But if you want a wilderness experience, I would tell you, hike the Black Mountain Crest Trail. Hmm. Uh, the Black Mountain Crest Trail, uh, when we hiked up there at Mount Mitchell, we started at Mount Mitchell and we're hiking over towards Mount Craig. That's the start of the Black Mountain Crest Trail. Uh, if we wouldn't have uh, turned around, because it was starting to rain up there too, it was threatening. <laughs> but if we would have continued another... 12 miles, we would have ended up down at Bowens Creek Trailhead, but we would have gone up over, starting at Mount Mitchell, gone over Mount Craig, over Big Tom, over Balsam Cone, over Cattail Peak, over Potato Knob, over Winter Star, and then gone up and gone around Gibbs Mountain, uh, Percy's Rock, and Silo Knob before wow. we finally dropped down to Bowens Creek. So I think I rattled off 10 of the 18 main peaks that are there in the Black Mountains. Wow. But as you're walking along that trail, you're walking along the ridge of the Black Mountains. And once you get away from Mount Mitchell, chances are you're not going to run into anybody else. And you are removed and... It's wilderness. It really is a wilderness experience up there. Sounds inviting to me. Are there ever any uh, uh, peak fantastic. challenges or anything? The Carolina Mountain Club has their, uh, you can get a badge for hitting all of the uh, 6,000 footers in uh, North Carolina or in the area. I think there's 40 of them. I I'm not for sure positive, but uh, yeah, there is that and people do come up here and you knock off a good portion of those uh, peaks when you do that. I will mention, though, uh, I said that there are 18 named peaks and I purposely say named peaks because when you get into peak bagging, there are mm. certain criteria that you have to have in order for a peak to stand alone. For example, I mentioned Percy's Peak and Silo Knob. They're fairly close together, and because they're so close together, only Silo Knob gets counted as a hmm. peak that you climb in order to meet the challenge. Percy's Rock doesn't count because it's so close to Silo Knob. And so I say 18 named peaks, and I think uh, as you do the challenge in our area, you won't get 18 out of that. It was more like 10, I think. Hmm. Just um, because of how close the peaks are to each other. How far they are jammed in there. <laughs> how far apart do they have to be to, to stand alone? I think it's like a quarter of a mile. I'm not, okay. there is a, there's a, um, when I went in and was doing the research, because I couldn't understand why uh, all these peaks weren't included in the peak challenge. And when I went to the website and looked at it, they called what the peak's prominence and it also has to do with uh, you know how far down and then back up you have to go and there's an unbelievable amount of criteria that these folks use to uh, specify whether it's a peak 
that meets their criteria. So I just go with, hey, if it's a named peak and it's over 6,000, <laughs> I use it. <laughs> it has a name. It's over 6,000. So, I mean, you do a lot of time exploring the mountains of your area. You spend a lot of time out west, um, which I commend you for that. That's awesome. When you're not in Burnsville and Yancey County, uh, is there anywhere else in North Carolina that you like going? Well, with the Carolina Mountain Club, we're closely, we do a lot of stuff kind of under the auspices of the Carolina Mountain Club. And for our trail maintenance, we get out on a lot of the mountains to sea trail that is really if you're looking for a, a place to go hiking uh you know if we're down in Asheville and we've got an appointment mountains to sea trail is right there and we hop on the mountains to sea trail a lot <laughs> but when my wife and I are just looking to get away and to do some hiking our favorite go-to area, I think, is probably Hot Springs. Hmm. We head out that way, the, Mount, uh, the Appalachian Trail. It uh, goes right through downtown Hot Springs. Uh, they've got a lot of uh, other trails around there. They've got French Broad Horse running through there. And when you head out and get away a little bit, because we don't just like to stay in Hot Springs, we like to go out camping. There's a, a lot of really good trails that you can get to basing out of hot springs so that's hmm. that's kind of our go-to area for when we want to get away and it's still pretty close yeah how far is that from burnsville uh i'd say it's about an hour's drive okay and that's of course okay. you are going up and down through a, a lot of mountains but um seems like it takes forever to get there especially when we're taking our camper with us but uh <laughs> yeah, yeah it's about an hour do you have any other spots uh, on the mountains to sea trail that you like a lot, like away from Burnsville, maybe even Asheville? Well, just out when we first moved here, one of the areas that we were looking at, I like uh, Cold Mountain and the, and, uh, the um, Skinny Dip Falls, I think it was oh, called. Yeah. That was the, fun. The great graveyard. Uh, but as Easily access. I, I what I describe it when the Mountains to Sea Trail starts at Clingman's Dome in the Great Smokies National Park. You know, it stays in the national park, but then it joins up with the Blue Ridge Parkway, and it basically just dances with the Blue Ridge Parkway all the way until you get to Yancey County and uh, Buck Creek Gap, where it drops down, and then it's going to go into the Linville Gorge Wilderness area. But really, from Buck Creek Gap all the way out to uh, to Cherokee, where it's dancing along with the Blue Ridge Parkway, there are just so many places that you can jump on it and and hike and see the waterfalls, see these uh, great mountain views up around uh, Mount Pisgah and stuff. It's, it's just some fantastic views up in there. So to try and just pick one out of that whole span, it's yeah. kind of hard to do, but that's what we <laughs> like to do. We just hit the Blue Ridge Parkway, get an overlook, and typically the Mountains to Sea Trail is dancing with it right there, and you can just hop on it and start hiking. I love the whole Mountains to Sea Trail just as a concept because of you know the diverse terrain that we have in the state. 
for me, where we are, it runs through the Eno River State Park. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, we've been out in the Outer Banks and it ends up at Jockey's Ridge State Park, which is, you know, these fabulous sand dunes, you know. So yeah. it's just, it, and and yeah, that section in the mountains is just fabulous. I mean, every time we hop on the parkway, I feel like we're going to find a new place to visit, even though we've been up and down that parkway so many times. Yeah, I, was, I got you a little story. Uh, when we were out doing trail maintenance one time, I was I pulled into one of the overlooks on the Blue Ridge Parkway to call my wife to let her know we were done and we're, we're heading back. And there was a lady that was in this overlook and she looked frantic. And so I rolled down my window and asked if everything was OK. And she just said, well, this trail here, my husband went down it uh, just to go exploring. How far does it go? And, he, you know, he's been gone about an hour. And <laughs> I said, well, that trail goes all the way to Klingman's Dome. That was that was a part heading towards uh, the mountains part of the trail. Oh, no. And she didn't realize that. And obviously he didn't realize that when he went heading out on that trail. And fortunately, you know, he did turn around and come back. And <laughs> it was within a couple of minutes of us talking that he showed up again. And the relief on her face was fantastic. But it is uh, amazing that we have a trail that spans the entire width of North Carolina from the mountains through the Piedmont and to the shore, to the sea, and it visits all of these state parks and, like you mentioned, all these different terrains, uh, topographies. I, it is a wonderful concept, and, and it's not a short trail either. It's, <laughs> North Carolina is a long state. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's long, It's not as long as Murphy to Manio on 64, but, I mean, it's it's just about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, well, Jake, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Before I let you go, I just welcome you to share where where people can find out more about what you're doing with NC High Peaks. All right. Yeah, sure. We've got a, a couple of websites. If you're just looking uh, to come up into our area and uh, explore, we've got a website called exploreburnsville.com. And that is uh, will have lodging. It'll have all the... Uh, restaurants it'll have uh, links to the to the trails uh we're also a big area for all different types of trails i'll just mention besides hiking trails we've got art trails craft trails quilt block trails uh, the arts are are really big up here uh, so you can go to that exploreburnsville.com uh, if you're just specifically looking more towards the hiking aspect uh, you can visit our nchighpeaks.org website and as i mentioned we are friends of mount mitchell state park and so we'll have all of the trails of the black mountains uh, an interactive map on that we also have uh, webcams so we've got a webcam up on mount mitchell and then we've got some down in the valleys that look up to mount mitchell so if you're looking for what the weather's going to be like uh, you can look at that webcam we've also got the official mount mitchell website or uh, weather station uh, link on there so you can check out the weather and see what it's going to be like. That's a, that's actually a very good idea to have a webcam from Mount Mitchell because the weather up there, uh, you know, compared to when you hop off the Blue Ridge Parkway, it could change, you know, within that, what is that, a seven, eight mile drive? Yeah, it definitely changes uh, in there. And 
the funny thing is it's not always low, hot, high, gets colder. Sometimes there's the inversion and it will actually be warmer up on huh. Mount Mitchell than it is down below. So it, 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 whenever we, we have signs up, we've started putting up signs down at Black Mountain Campground as the hikers start the Mount Mitchell Trail is make sure you're prepared and you have layers because the weather is going to change as you hike up. Uh, Jake, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Really appreciate all you do for the Burnsville, Yancey County area. And hopefully, you know, we can get back over there and, and see even more of the trails. That you're Again, a big about. thanks to Jake for chatting with me about this wonderful part of our mountains in Western North Carolina. Also, big shout outs to Craig Distel for connecting us with Jake and Explore Burnsville, who hosted us for a stay late this summer. You can read more about our time in the area at nctripping.com. Just go to our site and search for Burnsville, and you'll see a few articles about the area's artists and things to do, including hikes, eats, barn quilts, and much more. For the next and final part of this series, we're going to hear from a local tour guide named Tal Galton. He takes people to some lesser-known trails that I won't spoil because you just need to hear about what he offers. More importantly, the phenomenon known as plant blindness, which simply put, is an underappreciation for the fauna around us. Honestly, I, I didn't really know about this until I talked to Tal. This is going to be a really cool conversation. Here's a snippet from it. Part of my work is to help people sort of overcome their plant blindness so that they can actually really see all the all the different individuals in the forest and, and the, the layers. Thank you again for listening to NC Travel Chat. Please give us a five-star review and some kind words wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to subscribe. And until the next episode, we hope you're able to get out there and see something awesome in North Carolina. Take care. <laughs>